Bringing you everything under the Disney umbrella. Network 1901. everyone welcome back to another episode of lipstick and lightsabers i am shannon and i'm alex and today we were just talking about this it feels like we haven't been here in forever because we were prepping for our galaxy's edge trip which is what we're going to talk about today so how have you been alex it's been so long I know, it feels like it's been forever, even though, like, technically it hasn't. Yeah, well, we had an episode come out two weeks ago, but we recorded it so far in advance. I know, I and know. And we've, like, it's... seen each other since the last time we recorded. I know, isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I still love that the very first thing your parents said to me was, wow, you're the same size. <laughs> That was great. Isn't that what everyone says? <laughs> it's what everyone says. Well, even my mom, I was showing her pictures because I made scrapbook of our trip. And she was like, y'all look like you're related. And I'm like, well, do you want to tell me something? <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? Like, you would know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But before we get into that, we do have some news to cover, um, specifically a lot of book news to cover. Um, First things first, as of this episode coming out, there is a brand new Sarah J. Moss book called Crescent City, the house of... I don't remember the rest of the title, but... It's a big boy. (laughs) It's a... She's thick. (laughs) It's real thick. (laughs) This is her um, new adult fantasy novel... Um, it's going to cross over with, like, modern and fairy tale. I'm really excited. Um, it's, like, 900 pages, something like that. Like, wow. Yeah. It's, like, big. as big as um, Kingdom of Ash. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Kingdom of Ash is, like, a monster. <laughs> so I'm really excited yeah. to read that. I have and it pre-ordered. It's, it'll be coming. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I was, like, scheduling videos for my other channel, and I was like, well, Crescent City needs to come out the second you finish it. And I'm like, I don't even know when that's going to be. <laughs> so we're just going to try. We're going to see what happens. It's going to be it's going to be fine. But we also got the big Project Luminous announcement. So we know now that this is going to be a massive publishing project. It's going to span different authors, different publications, different genres. And it's all set during the High Republic era this is going to be like Mm -hmm. the new canon version of legends basically like it's going to bridge our gap between films now but yeah so they kind of explained it like this is the content you're going to be getting in this drought kind of thing that's Mm -hmm. what they were basically saying the high republic isn't something that i don't think has ever been done before so it's really new ground yeah, I it's set like what two hundred years Three, before three hundred yeah. So this is like way way back, and they do say like this is the era of heroes. This is yeah. like the high point for the Jedi. Blah blah blah. And I know a lot of people 
that, you know, is like red flags. But I will say, like, it's boring to tell a story about, like, heroic glory days. And, yeah. like, they tagged, you know, Justina Ireland, Claudia Gray, Kevin Scott, D- um, Daniel Jose Older, um, Charles Soule. They are not going to write, like, unproblematic those those are all the heavy hitting authors yeah all five of them i think they're the five strongest authors that are writing star wars right now oh 100 percent. and like even though like claudia gray hasn't gotten to write anything other than middle grade for you mean uh, justina ireland that's what i meant yes justina ireland hasn't gotten to write anything other than middle grade like her ya series is like her character work is really good so I'm really excited to see what's going to come from her. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that is really telling is that they've never written High Republic before. So there's no expectations coming from fans. Like, you know, like post-original trilogy was written into canon, right? Like the old, like the, the solo kids and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good that they're going into a space that, actually has no expectations to it definitely so i i pulled up the website um so yeah sets the galactic republic and the jedi order are at their zenith about 200 years before the phantom menace and i'll i'll link this in the show notes there's some art that they've released um all of the titles of the first couple of books that are coming out and like i said to alex last night can you name a claudia gray book that doesn't have romance in it no Exactly. So that's what she writes. That's exactly. her thing. <laughs> that's what that's what she does. So I I totally understand the people who are like not excited for this and are kind of feeling it. But like yeah. they released like a trailer, like a video thing, and seeing that and seeing that, you know, like the story group is heavily involved in this, it feels safer to me than like whatever's going to be coming from films right now Mm -hmm. like that's where the betrayal lies (laughs) i'm very very excited but on the other hand i completely understand and sympathize with people who are feeling down about this because like we've all like a lot of us feel very betrayed Um, oh yeah (laughs) so i totally understand yes like to me i really think that the problems came in because like canon was just disregarded and story group was kind of thrown out the window. So seeing the planning that is going into Project Luminous and knowing the authors that they've got, like I keep reminding myself of that. It's like every time I start to get like, well, why should I care when it all just ends with Ben Solo dying and like, what's the point? I keep reminding myself that like this is way more planned out. It's got really great authors. Like the story group is really locked in on this. Like, I really think that they're trying to tell a different story. And it's so far removed. Yeah. But why do you think that they made such a big deal out of Project Luminous and took so many months to actually tell us it was High Republic? (laughs) I don't know. Like, because... They didn't have to say anything at Celebration. No, they totally didn't. Those panels were fun, and they even told us in the panels, like, not to expect any announcements. Yeah. So. I, I wonder if it's because they already knew that yeah. Tross was going to be a dumpster but, fire. <laughs> no, I, I get that. But 
on the other hand, like, it's just, it's it's weird that they're like, ooh, Project Luminous, like, and they then did. Oh, High Republic. We still don't know that much. No. Like, we have a couple, like, book, like, summaries a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. Well, and I will say, like, when they announced that it was High Republic, like, I was not surprised at all. Because what no. what else was it well, going to be? Leaked. It also, like, leaked two weeks before that. Yeah. I Well, and it leaked, like, the day of the announcement, like, a couple hours before. Yeah. It. It, well, it was all over the place then. Like, yeah. people were so angry about that. Yeah, people have been... <laughs> it's like, what do you expect from the Star Wars fan? <laughs> Star Wars fandom is always mad about yeah. something. <laughs> It's just, I don't know. But I will say, as book stands, I'm really excited. I know yeah. you're really excited. I mean, we are we are both people who read, like, almost every Star Wars book in the new canon. So this is, like, right up our alley. And I understand a lot of the people who are frustrated with this announcement. Maybe books aren't their thing, right? Like, or Star Wars books aren't their thing. Yeah, there definitely is a stigma that, like, Star Wars books are bad. And I think that comes from the EU because it's big and all over the place and there's all kinds of different stories. Yeah. I I would definitely be more frustrated and be upset if they had picked authors like Timothy Zahn or Alexander Freed. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, those books just, like, aren't for me. That's not the Star Wars that, like, I really like. But I like all of the authors that they picked. And, like, yes, Daniel Jose Older has had some interesting takes online. But regardless... His writing's his, really good. His writing is really good. And he's very inclusive. So I think that's... It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, from that, uh, another interesting book thing dropped. So C2E2 was going on this weekend in Chicago, which, by the way, seeing pictures of people at that convention center makes me so... Oh my gosh. (laughs) I miss Celebration so much. Um, But originally, they weren't going to really have anything for The Rise of Skywalker, but they released the book early at C2E2. It looks like they had, like, ten copies on the table. Yeah, they didn't have a whole lot. I mean, this is very early. This book does not come out for, like, two more weeks. Yeah. So. Well, it was supposed to come out this week. But (laughs) it didn't. Yeah. So... We've gotten some leaks. Uh, if you are avoiding leaks, they are literally all over Twitter, and there it's are hard screenshots to avoid them. It's very yeah. hard to avoid them. And like the way Twitter is, it's people aren't necessarily tagging spoilers; they're just posting photos with n- no text, yeah. like no so like it's, it's very writing. hard to mute that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no way of like, I guess, not looking at photos. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. Um, yeah. There's only, I would say, there's only been a couple pages up, but people are like ripping apart all the sentences in those like three pages that are circulating. Yeah, it's been um, it's not a very good look. <laughs> um, I, I will say, like, we're not going to talk about leaks necessarily right now um because we will cover this book we are both going mm-hmm. to read it uh if yeah if you are planning on like not reading this book that's okay we got you <laughs> we will tell you everything you need to know about this book yeah it, i i we were a little bit on the fence if we were gonna cover it depending mm-hmm. on how it was but after we've seen all the leaks that are out now and we both want to read it 
Um, I think both of us are feeling pretty positive about the book, especially it's it's kind of strange because most of the timeline is feeling really negative about it now. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's so obviously this book wasn't going to fix the story. Yeah, no, it's um, still a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've seen some people point out some things. I'm not going to spoil, but it's the movie's fault, guys. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's not Ray Carson's fault. I, From what I have read, like, Alex and I, like, sought out spoilers. Like, we wanted like, to be we spoiled wanted on this them. book. Like, I, mm-hmm. I knew that, like, I, I had ordered this book. I knew I was going to read it because I was going to cover it on my channel regardless. Yeah. Like, I was like, I have to read the end of it first because I, I can't go mm-hmm. into this book with any kind of hope. So I was glad to be spoiled on it. And what Ray Carson has added makes me feel better and very Mm -hmm. hopeful and I have had some people say you know like they have found closure in it and like it doesn't fix it like there are still things that are added where I'm like you really didn't need to say that (laughs) but yeah it it was never going to be like the ideal version of like let's fix everything wrong with nine I think it was more we were just scared that doors were going to be closed Yes. That we didn't want closed. And so that's why I think we're both pretty happy with it. Yeah. As long as I can, like, <laughs> keep my tinfoil hat on, like, I'm, I'm going to be happy. Because, like, yeah. fan fiction can fix, like, anything. And already, like, what this novel has given, like, fanfic writers can take it in any direction, regardless if Lucasfilm is going to, you know, not expand on it or it's going to be, like, 10 years before they expand on it. Like, I don't think the doors are closed. I still think the doors are open. Mm-hmm. So be looking forward to that. <laughs> I think it's going to be a ride. Tross is horrible. Like, <laughs> every time I think about Tross, I just get really upset. <laughs> so it's great. I love this timeline we're living in no, right now. No, the timeline is good because the Heartbreak Prince exists. Oh, my God. Can we just talk about how good the Heartbreak Prince is? Y'all, if you're not reading the Heartbreak I don't know who isn't reading the Heartbreak Prince. We should tag it. Yeah, we'll tag it. It's so good. Like, I'll read anything that Theo writes. Yeah, but like this especially, like, I don't know what it is, but the whole fandom is reading it right now. And it's, and when, when a new chapter drops, it's like the entire TL knows. So, uh, to wrap up the news, we have had two episodes of Season 7 of The Clone Wars. Clone Wars is back. Are you happy? (laughs) I'm very happy. Um, (laughs) So, I... When Clone Wars came out, I wasn't super into it, but I watched it with my dad on... What channel was it on? In Canada. It was on a different channel in Canada. Anyway, so, like, I, I... I'd, like, watch it with him, and, like, I was into it, but um, it's really nice to have it now because it's a Star Wars that I don't really have stakes in, Mm -hmm. but I enjoy it all the same, so I feel very relaxed while watching it, even though I know that this season is not going to be relaxing towards the end, like, I know, (laughs) but... um, I feel very grateful that I'm getting this new Star Wars that I can just kind of sit back and watch and enjoy. <laughs> At least for the time being. The Bad well, Batch and Distant Echo, like, 
we're good. I can relax. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they're, they're clone episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say that when I watch these, I keep having to, like, remind myself to, like, stop being so mopey and dramatic because... We all know that the season is going to end with Anakin becoming Darth Vader. And, like, yes, he gets, like, redeemed in the end, but then his grandson has a horrible time. Uh, well, you're going way too far in the future. I I'm know, just, like, keep... sitting back and relaxing and being like, oh, like, Space Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can even remind myself to, like, dial it back and just, like, focus on this right now. And, and... I mean, in a distant echo on Friday, we did get Annie Dalla content, which we was lovely. We did get Annie Dalla content, yes. <laughs> I will say, like, the droids, or not the droids, the clones aren't necessarily, like, my favorite. I haven't watched all of Clone Wars, and a lot of that is because I don't really love the clone episodes. It's just not really my, my cup of tea. But I have really liked this story with, like, the Bad Batch and a distant echo and it's making me want to go back and, like, find out more what happened to Echo and, like, all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that I'm not the only one feeling that, like, if you're watching Clone Wars and, like, you're not caught up on everything. So I think it's really good that it's doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about how everyone knows about Anakin and Padme? It's wonderful. <laughs> I was like messaging Alex and I'm like, Alex, Obi-Wan knows. And she's like, Rex yeah, knows. We know Obi-Wan that. knows. <laughs> but he knows. It's just. I but love then that again, look. It makes me so okay. upset. <laughs> the moment that, that Obi-Wan um, kind of like looks at Anakin and like is like, oh, how is Padme? And Anakin's face. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh my God. Well, I just love it because it's like these two dorks who both have had forbidden love and they're both like trying to convey that to the other like dude I understand you but they won't talk about it it's just like man if you guys could have been like true bros had a heart to heart everything would have been fine yeah makes me wonder what if Qui-Gon was still around what he would say about it all I mean he didn't really like that rail <laughs> yeah but then rail called him out on having a, a, a thing like a romance so okay what jedi does it <laughs> yeah and like okay you know what book i really want is like claudia writing well obviously we know this claudia writing obi-wan and satine yes. but also having this like background qui-gon like knowing and like saying things to obi-wan <laughs> like direct parallels to obi-wan and yeah. Anakin. yeah yes <laughs> I I would also really love like to see all of like any like Annie Dalla, but from Obi Wan's perspective, like a hundred percent. So it's like he's always sneaking off, and Obi Wan's like, "Yeah, no, I know what's going on. <laughs> like, I know all mm-hmm. of these things." Oh, I love it. They're such cute beans. I love these beans. They're so good. I am really excited to get to Ahsoka and Darth Maul, though. But I think a lot of people are. Like, there's a lot of hype going on with that. Yeah. Um, But mostly because, like, you know, with the Mandalorian hearing about the Great Purge and, like, all of these things. Like, getting any kind of Mandalorian history right now is really Mm -hmm. cool. And, like, are we going to see Moff Gideon in cartoon form? Because I would love to see that. That would be exciting. That would be really, really cool. I'm very excited. I want to see the dark, the dark saber. It's gonna be amazing. 
and sad. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real sad, guys. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. The season's going to get real sad. <laughs> oh, one thing I want to mention before we go into our trip. On March 5th, it's Rebels Remembered. Um, so everyone on social media will be celebrating the two-year anniversary of the last episode of season four. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So people are going to be writing fic, making fan art, just um, posting gifts and and writing about what their favorite parts of Rebels were and kind of reminiscing on the four years that we had that wonderful TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm participating in that and it's, it was really, really fun last year. So yeah, Looking and I'll, forward to it. I'll have all the Rebels stuff um, up in the shop, probably just for that day, because then Friday, everything will change again. Um, and Alex is going to be making some new art that might also be in the shop for that day. So mm-hmm. definitely check it out. I've already seen it, and I'm in love with it, and I have to have it. So <laughs> I'm very excited. It's going to be a fun day. Okay, so we went to a galaxy far, far away. We did. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I guess we're going to start off with non-Galaxy's Edge Star Wars things that we did in the park. Or do you want to just go day by day? How do you want to do this, Alex? Um, you you know parks more than I do. How are we doing this? Um, yeah, let's go day by day. I think day by day is like easier to keep our thoughts like in line and not forget things. <laughs> yeah, so that first day, uh, we did Epcot and then we did Galaxy's Edge in the evening. Um, it was great. We dressed like Anna and Elsa, and Anna and Elsa liked our outfits, so that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but what, how did it feel walking into Galaxy's Edge for that it's first time? sensory overload. Yeah. <laughs> it will definitely say, seeing it for the first time at night, I think, was very magical. Yeah, it's so magical at night. It's so pretty. The way that things are lit up and, like... This, like, I knew about, like, the sight lines. Like, you walk in and you can't see any of the rest of the park. But, like, man, you walk in and, like, the rest of the park just disappears. And you completely forget where you are. Yes. Well, and you can hear, like, engines, like, and ships flying overhead. <laughs> like, Another thing is that that evening that we went, it wasn't very crowded. No, it was very nice that it wasn't very crowded. Because we went again, like, the next day, and it was way more crowded. Yeah, and it was even more crowded when I was there um, later in the week during President's Day weekend. It was crazy. Yeah. It does make me wonder how it is, like, at Disneyland. Because I know, like, with Disneyland, there's, like, less space in that park in general. So I yeah, wonder... Yeah, but their land is the same size. That's good. Cause it's I, 14 acres. It's it's the same. Yeah, which is really good because I, I did feel mm-hmm. like when Galaxy's Edge gets packed, like, it's packed. No, apparently it's the same size. Yeah, that's and, good. Um, and when we go in Disneyland in August, we're going on weekdays. So we're going to be in California pretty early before the con even starts. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that those days aren't that bad. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Um, and then we're also going to that party. We're going to the Disneyland um, after dark Star Wars night. That'll be crowded, but that'll be like different kind of of like kind of like a, a party night, kind of like entertainment wise rather than like let's try to do all the rides. Exactly. Well, the rides aren't going to run either, which is kind no, of weird. No, I think Millennium... No, I think Smuggler's Run is running. Smuggler's Run and is like, running. No, and another... And, like, an, other, like, rides in the park are running. Like, I think they're going to have, like, the Space Mountain and maybe do the um, 
the Star Wars version of it. Oh, that'll be really cool. Yeah. It's my- just that they're not running um, Rise of the Resistance. Which my theory for, and, like, we'll talk about this, is because all of the thing is programmed for daytime, and they'd have mm-hmm. to make new shots to do it at night. Which I don't think would be oh. that hard. Remember when we're, you're, like, on the shuttle and you're, like, crash landing? They'd have to make that nighttime. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, that's why, um, but it would make sense to me. Okay. Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, for sure. So that first night, we <laughs> kind of walked around just, like, in awe of everything. Yeah, we didn't really do – well, we actually ended up going there because I had gotten a reservations for, a reservation for Ogus Cantina. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't really do anything except – walk around before a reservation and then go in there. Yes. Well, we did Oga's and we did Docking Bay 7. Yeah, for dinner. Yes. So I really liked Oga's. Like, Loved it. The atmosphere. The vibe is so, is so cool. good. It's so good. Well, and all the bartenders are great. Like, they're they're yeah. funny. They talk around. Like, if they take your picture, they'll, like, take your phone and, like, take other pictures of themselves. Yeah. Like, But you know for a fact that those bartenders are ones that have been working in the parks or in the resorts for a long time. And they all have really good, like, they're, they were all recommended to work in Oga's, basically. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. they're not going to take any bartender to work there. Those are the... Those are probably the best of the best bartenders at Disney World. Yeah, because, like, not only do they want, like, good bartenders, but they also want you to be performing. Like, you're yeah. on. Like, I was even listening to the the bartender next to us because, like, they were asking him about, like, all these planets and, like, all these drinks. And, like, all of his answers were really good. Like, like he was very in character. In universe, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we lucked out because we got seated... At the, at bar, the bar, right in front of DJ Rex. <laughs> yeah, we had a really good seat, actually. Well, yes. not seat. We were standing. Yeah. It's mostly standing room only in there. There's a few booths, and it's, um, but it, it's fine. Like, I was fine with standing. Yeah, well, and um, they, they let you, like, you can still walk around and stuff, but, like, they do want you to kind of stay by your seats just because there's yeah. not a ton of room in there. But I think that the way that they do... The reservations and like you can only spend so much time in there it helps it not feel so packed like it felt like the right amount of packed for the kind of atmosphere yeah oh definitely yeah they don't let it get too crowded mm-hmm. um but yeah it the, the vibe is really fun rex was awesome <laughs> um how was your drink what did you drink so i had the blue bantha i knew i wanted to try it at Oga's because it comes with a cookie and I wanted that cookie <laughs> which was very good it's just like a butter cookie yeah. with some kind of topping on it I wasn't sure but it was really good and I actually really liked the blue milk I, I... wasn't sure about it but mm-hmm. I liked it the blue milk is the better one yeah it's mm-hmm. fruity like it's it's more like berry, berry. um it's mm-hmm. sweeter um because you had the green milk the next day I like both Mm-hmm. I'm, like, not, like, disgusted by the green one, but I think I like the blue one better. Yeah. I would need to have the green again, because I just had, like, one sip of it, but it, it's definitely, like, more sour melon, and the other one's, yeah, like, sweet berry. Yeah, it was melony, yeah. hmm Yeah, which, I, like, I wasn't expecting, like, I guess I'd forgotten that it was, like, a berry flavor, so when I took a drink of it, like, my mind was like, what, a, what am I drinking right now? <laughs> but I really liked it. Like, I thought it was really good. And then you had the... 
The Tonneray. Yes, the Alderanian <laughs> wine. It was very good. Yes. I'm like, I mean, if if you like if you like wine, like um it was like kind of a bitter white wine and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um obviously if you're into like a fruity drinks, there's like other things. Um definitely next time when we're in Disneyland I wanna try something else though. Yeah, I want I wanna try what your mom had. Your mom had the carbon freeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted that, to try that. What was that an alcoholic drink? No, it was on the non-alcoholic. Oh, okay. I think okay. it, it's like like sprites and like it's like a citrusy and it had babas in it, and mm. it like kind of exploded. Yeah, it's kind of fun to watch. So like, I I really appreciate that they have like an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic. Like obviously mm-hmm. there are kids in there too. Like there are even kids like behind us. Um, but like I don't drink, so I was really happy that they have a pretty good non-alcoholic section. Um, so that was really mm-hmm. awesome. Unfortunately, Alex's boyfriend, who is older than both of us, didn't get to drink anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so at the Disney parks, they won't, um, if you're an international guest, they want to see a picture of your passport along with your ID. <laughs> because, um, yeah, so I knew this fact. So I always have my passport photo ready at Disney parks at the bars, especially since I look so young. Um, but he didn't. So he didn't get to drink. <laughs> he got a but Diet Coke. Well, he, got a, he got a free Diet Coke. So, yeah. Like, the bartender was, bad. like, very, like... Yeah, because oh, she was, like... It. Yeah, because she, she, she was, like... She knew that he was overage. Yeah. But legally, she couldn't well, and I give think, him anything. Like, she carded him only because she carded you. Because, like, she didn't card your dad. No. So. <laughs> yeah. It's my fault. It's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, but then the, we the stood next away from day, him later. The next day he had his his passport, so it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean he got it in like a like a Star Wars cylindrical glass. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh and know. we got coasters. We did get coasters. Yeah, like I was she saw me like wiping crumbs off my coaster. She's like, Oh don't do that. Here's a whole stack. Yeah. Like, oh my god. She's like, That's gross. Don't take that. <laughs> I was like, Oh thanks. Uh, it was great. I really, I really liked it. We saw somebody like across the way to get like the like the bantha tooth thing, and it's like eighty dollars. Yeah, it's it's very expensive if you get something with like a collectible mug. Yeah, I mean it's expensive but anyway. Like, but so that that Rancar teeth, it's a beer flight. I think mm-hmm. that's what it was, and so you get four shots of like beer basically, and they're in. Rancor teeth, yeah, hollowed out like it's really cool. Yeah, and you get the teeth and the stand, so mm-hmm. like that's for really $80. what you're paying for. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's it's pretty cool. It's really really cool. I'm glad I got to see one at least. Oh, definitely. Well, and I like that you get to kind of walk around because like you can kind of see what other guests get. You get to see kind of like how people are interacting. Um, they tried to do this like Batu drinking song, and like nobody was really following. <laughs> It was fun though. It was fun. I'm I, I'm really excited to like try to go again because it's just really yeah. fun. And I mean, especially if, if it's a it's a big group of our friends going too. Oh definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have like even a notification on my phone to remind me on a date in June <laughs> to reserve it because I'm pretty sure it doesn't want it sixty days in advance that so you can reserve it. Um so I have I'm like ready. I'll have to make sure I get enough um I know who's coming with us and I get a, a table yes. for all of us. Yeah, we are very extra in our scheduling. We've even scheduled oh. our nap. So <laughs> Our nap is scheduled for celebration six months early, guys. 
Yeah, but I would definitely say um, if you're going to Galaxy's Edge, you definitely want to make a reservation for the cantina. Like, it's just, it's fun. Mm -hmm. And, like, I didn't even know that they had, like, regular fountain drinks. So, like, now I know that, like, if you know you're not feeling Star Wars-y, but you want to, like, walk in there, like, you can still get a Coke. You can still get water and be fine. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure about Disneyland because Disneyland isn't really, like, a reservation kind of park. Mm-hmm. It's more of like on a whim. So I'm not sure if it's easy to get in day of or not. But to be safe, especially if we're like a bigger group going in August, I'm going to make a reservation in June. Oh, definitely. Well, but we're for Disney, Yeah. Disney World, like Florida, you want to be making that reservation early. Um, there you can do it 180 days in advance. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it that much in advance, but... Um, were still, they, like, it was still far out. Were they taking walk-ups, or was it all reservation only? Did you notice? I think, so that night that we went was kind of quiet, so I have to wonder if the, they were taking walk-ups, but maybe there was a wait. Um, I'll tell you, President's Day weekend, there was no way you were getting a walk-up. Yeah. I, I no would imagine way. if it's a quieter night, and, like, maybe you're by yourself, or it's just yeah. two of you. It, you might have more of a chance. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. but... And the other... So the other trick, though, is that um, Disney... The Disney app will charge you $10, $10 per person, I'm pretty sure, uh, if you cancel your reservation within... Um, or you don't show up to it. So that... But the cancellation policy only is 24 hours before your reservation so basically you see a lot of people cancel things between 24 and 48 hours before so that's a good time to look for reservations also because we were able to get your guest restaurant at magic kingdom that way because i forgot to make a reservation completely (laughs) and and then i was able to like i think it was like 24 hours before basically yeah and we got like the perfect like lunchtime too yeah so it's basically like it's a game. I, I, yeah, well, and, like, I loved being there with, like, you and your family, because you all knew how that stuff worked. <laughs> I mm-hmm. had, like, no idea. So it's, like, as long as you're on top of it and you're watching it, like, you're right. Like, it's it's like a game. Yeah. And, like, you kind of never know what's going to happen. Yeah, same with Fast Pass. Sometimes things drop and you're able to get a really good Fast Pass last minute. Never know. You never know. So after the cantina... Uh, we got dinner at Docking Bay 7, which is where the Indorian Tip Yip is located. <laughs> okay, so this place was, the theming was really cool. I really liked it. Um, there was nice, like, indoor seating area and everything. Um, the Tip Yip was very good. Yes. <laughs> Some people call it a glorified chicken nugget, but <laughs> it was, I really liked it. It was good. Now, it was a little overpriced. I think it was like $17 for yeah. this dinner. Yeah. The w- There was a weird vegetable side that was a mixture of cauliflower and... Um, broccoli. And broccoli. And it was really good. Tasted really good. It was strange, though. And then there was mac and cheese for your other side. And that was just... It, it was kind of bland. Like, it was just like box mac and cheese kind of <laughs> but it was it like, could, like like really little like circular noodles <laughs> yeah so spacey so spacey you can no, also it, get it with like yeah like i think like a veggie mash and gravy or something like that yeah next time i would have opted out 
of mac and cheese and got something else to go with it. Yeah. I liked the mac and cheese. I'm a simple person. <laughs> um, but I will say, like, in Crash of Fate, they wax poetic. And I'm like, this. oh no, I get it now. <laughs> like, it's no wonder. It's very good. Like, it. The chicken it really is was like good. It, it's like a breaded <laughs> chicken tender. Like that's what it but is. But like, but guys, it's like it's good. It's, it's like really, really good. good. <laughs> like I still am thinking about it because like I've never had a breaded chicken tender that like tasted like this. <laughs> like I get it. Disney Disney does chicken good. Like in general, real good. Like yeah. they cook chicken well. <laughs> yes. It. I mean, it was great. And like your dad got something different because we all got a pot roast or something yeah like the pot roast did he like it did you know did you know i think so yeah but Mm -hmm. i mean that tippy up's where it's at like if i'm gonna Mm -hmm. recommend you buy any kind of food in galaxy's edge it's that tippy up yeah it definitely and it definitely sobers you up quickly from your drinks at at, at ogas Yeah, that was great. Well, because, like, we were like, oh, yeah, we're having dinner at Oga's. And it's like, oh, right, Oga's doesn't have food. <laughs> There's, like, different plates, but none of them really looked like anything I wanted. Well, they were mostly, um, like, snack-type things. Yeah. Because um, we thought about it. We were like, maybe we'll split, like, a thing. But then when we got out, it's like, no, we'll do Docking Bay 7. Because it was, like, right mm-hmm. there. I will say, like, it also took me, like, a hot minute to, like, get my bearings in Galaxy's Edge. I don't know why. Like it, well, it's a lot of paths. There like, are a lot, lot of paths. I, I think they do a really good job of like, from reading like Black Spire, like Galax, like Black Spire Outpost is supposed to be like pretty big, like big enough to where you could like ride a speeder through it. And I think the way that the paths kind of wind and the way that the environment kind of changes, you can still get that feel. Yeah, that you're kind of going a long distance, even though you're not. Yeah. Yeah, because like Sabi's is supposed to be like way out there. (laughs) I think it's also to do with the scale of like the buildings and everything, Mm -hmm. too, that it makes it feel like that. Yeah, there's even like, I guess it's on top of like Hondo's hangar, maybe. There's like a ship perched like on top of something Mm -hmm. somewhere. And the way that it's scaled is really nice. Like you do kind of feel like there might actually be, like, a real working ship up there. Yeah. Which, let me just say, the scale of everything, like, seeing that Falcon, like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's 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 insane. It's it's just, it's so, it's so real. Um, I'll, I'll also say the photo pass people, so, like, we did um, photo pass stuff at, like, at night. Uh, the guy that we had take our picture in front of the X-Wing was so great telling us about oh, yeah. how he's like an underground pod racer mm-hmm. and we told we told him we were from naboo <laughs> and he was like oh i've never been to the naboo i've never been off this planet and i was like oh that's great <laughs> he was really great like i feel like everybody that we encountered was like trying to like keep up that imagery keep up that magic um except for that one that girl, one girl. <laughs> well it's because she had no idea what i was talking about so the wishing tree is only in Disneyland. It's not in like Walt Disney World. Florida, yeah. yeah. So I asked, and I tried to like phrase it like, you know, like, like I've heard a legend, you know. I'm the wishing like, tree. And she's like, I'm gonna be real with you. That's probably only in Disneyland. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I think she just really didn't want to lie to me because she had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> so like, that's okay. That's fine. 
So the next day, we spent all day in Hollywood Studios. We were at Galaxy's yeah. Edge pretty much all day. In the morning, we did the... Um, sporting group thing. Yes. It's stressful. Yes. So do you want to talk about the sporting group? Because you did it twice, and your parents did it a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Okay. So to get on the big eight, the e, sorry, e-ticket attraction... Um, rise the resistance. You gotta get up early and be there before the park opens. So you gotta be your entire party needs to be inside the park before park opening time. So they'll let you into like the main like front area, basically with the, where the Starbucks is. Starbucks is the only thing that's open that early, and it's so crowded. Um, so right at eight o'clock or whatever the park opens that day. Sometimes it opens at seven, but it was eight o'clock when we were there. Um, an announcement will come on and basically be like, good morning. Um, the, like we're about to open, open the boarding groups, like get your app ready basically. And as soon as like they say to open the app, that's when everyone goes crazy, opens the app and tries to get boarding groups for, um, their party to get on this ride. Now, the Disney Wi-Fi is kind of, like, shoddy, and so we thought we're, like, oh, Shannon's gonna be the one to get it because she's using her data. Yep. But you were not the one to get it. No. Because, so, My like, mom... Go on. Well, I think it's because, like, once the time, like, clicks over, like, I already had the app open, and I was, like, waiting for it to be, like, clickable, you know, like, so I could yeah. get the boarding group. And it never did. I think if I had read, if I had like opened the app at that minute, I probably would have gotten in. But I think it wanted me to reboot my app, yeah. which is kind of like I wish I had known that because like we're all standing there, like it's not open for me. And then your mom's like, "That's okay, I already got it." She got it in like two yeah. seconds. She brings her iPad every time she tries to get rise, um, and for some reason, her iPad's always the one to get it. Yeah, and. Every time she's been getting better boarding groups. So, like, our time that we did it, we had seven, was it 76? Yes. Seven, it was, like, le- it was later 70s, yeah. So, it was past the point of the guaranteed groups, but we were there on a very good day, and they got into very high groups that day. Yes. They got into the, hun- like, 120. They may have gotten through everyone. Yeah, they, they, um, they did a lot of rides that day. Yeah, it was a really good day. So we were 76 and we were on, was it like 132? Yeah, it was like, I I think they like called us around two o'clock. We still had to wait in line for a little while, but like it was moving. We weren't like standing. Yeah. And then, and then the second time I did it, we got group 16. And then the last time when my parents did it, they got group two. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but when we got group 16 that, that other time without you, the ride actually broke down while we were in line. And But the great thing is they bring you free water. So you get the cool uh, Arabesh Desani water in line. <laughs> you um, They bring snacks. So you get a choice between they had chips, they had cookies, they had um, bananas, like they had different things free. Um, and then Chewy comes through the line and will take pictures with you. Yeah. And yeah, that's and a free that, that photo pass. Yeah. too, like when they mm-hmm. did it by themselves. Yeah. So we waited um, for, for half an hour, 45 minutes in that line before they got it back up and running. And I, I will say that line, too, it's all, like, if you've read Black Spire, like, they 
put their base in like the cave system yeah in, on just like that yeah so like you're in the caves and so like it's cool there's air conditioning in there so there's definitely worse places to have to stand in line for sure yeah um and it's it's very cool like everything looks like you're in a resistance space inside of a cave like yeah. it's done very very well and because of the boarding pass system no one's waiting outside in the hot sun in the out portion of the queue they do have it roped off so like they're ready for when that has to happen yeah because i'm sure one day it's going to switch over to fast pass and standby yeah for right now though i think doing it in the boarding group thing is like the only way to do it because otherwise i know and there's other there's people who hate it too like i know charlotte charlotte doesn't like it and i completely understand both sides of it Mm -hmm. it worked out for us yeah. And, like, and it obviously, like, it doesn't work for everyone. Well, and, like, and I, I totally understand, too, that, like, if this was your only day to be there and, like, for some reason you don't get a boarding pass or you do, but, like, your boarding group never gets called, like, that sucks. Yeah. I think, I, like, if you, I think the latter is worse because you're waiting around all day. Yeah. Yeah. Anticipating going on. Um, because other days that I was there, like, the day that we were group 16, was a very bad day for Rise. It it didn't get very high in the numbers. And a few days after that, it was really not good again. Yeah, it was... I mean, it's so worth the wait, but they are mm-hmm. definitely still working kinks out. Like, this is a very high-tech ride. So, like, I'm... I'm always... Su- like, I was surprised that, like, the day we rode it, it didn't have, like, hardly any problems. So yeah, because there's so much to it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. before we went on Rise, we did Star Tours, and mm-hmm. we got the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So we got um, uh, Kith Beer. Mm-hmm. Wait, we got Kylo. We, we got Kylo as the person who, like, tried to interrogate our ship, right? Yeah. And then we got Kith Beer, and then we got Exegol. Yes. So, and I mean, basically, they're not my favorites. Like, I, I think the Jakku one is a lot more fun. The one you like, you go through Jakku. Mm-hmm. I did like I did like Keith beer because like you get to go underwater and like you kind of feel like the waves and it, it's it's pretty cool. But like when it came to Exegol, like basically you get like a transmission from Lando, and so I'm like, so when we're watching this video, when we're watching this movie, it's like, so Star Tours came to aid the Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny to me I don't know and it's like oh my god like Lando got Star Tours but Leia couldn't <laughs> yeah it's like oh man Star Tours wouldn't respond to Leia but Lando oh here we go oh man it was great though like I I think I've ridden Star Tours like once but that was like years and years and years ago I have no memory whatsoever of it um, so it was really cool. I thought it was very exciting yeah. to do that. And, and Kylo being the interrogator was very mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> so typically that ride is completely random in that there's a randomizer who chooses like what characters you'll see and what um, planets you'll go to. But when we were there, it was still set to the Rise of Skywalker. But it actually got changed on the last day that I was there. Mm. It got changed back to random. So when we go in Disneyland, it'll be on random. Be random again. Mm-hmm. 
So we were still waiting around because, like, obviously, like we said, we didn't get rise until later in the day. So we spent pretty much all that morning walking around Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> we really wanted to see Kylo Ren come out. And boy, did we time that perfectly to walk over there. Yeah. Well, I was like, it's getting close to 11. Like, I wonder if something is scheduled to happen at 11. Because there's nothing on times guides there. Because obviously this land is supposed to happen naturally and Mm -hmm. things just happen. So it was like a few minutes after 11, this guy just like comes out and he's like, uh, I guess like a commander or something in the first order. He's kind of dressed like Hux, like some kind of officer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we were like, okay, something's happening. I wonder if the boy is going to come out. (laughs) And he did. (laughs) He did. Oh, man. So, like, there are stormtroopers walking around, like, almost all the time. Like, I I think you see stormtroopers more than anything else. Like, we only saw Vi and Chewie walking around, or I only did, like, once. Then it was Mm -hmm. at night. Um... Kylo can't come out at night because of his he's afraid of the dark and his mask is <laughs> impairs his vision. <laughs> but him coming out was really cool and like we tried to follow him but we like kept losing him. Mm-hmm. He moved so fast. <laughs> yeah, like after so we saw like this little mini stage show with him where he tries to <laughs> choke the officer. <laughs> it's really funny. Um and then they all, like, run off the stage, like, so quickly. Like, they got off that stage so quick. Yeah, they and were like, booked where it. did they go? They booked and, it. And, like, there was a huge crowd, so we were like, where'd they go? Well, and it's probably because if they lingered in that area at all, they would never get out of it. Because everybody's true. already there. So Very true. And, like, because clearly he has, like, a path that he walks. Like, this, like... Galaxy's Edge is set up as like there's kind of like a first order area and then there's kind of more of a resistance area. So like And then there's that middle ground area. (laughs) The middle overlap is Savvy's workshop, guys. (laughs) Because like we had like my lightsaber building appointment. And so like we were kind of walking that way anyway. And that's where we met Kylo Ren. Um and he noticed Alex's Ben Solo Good Boy lightsaber. He did. did. And he said, we understand each other. And I nodded and I said, yes, we do. He got like right in your face. He's like, we understand each other. Like, I've noticed your weapon. Which is great. But like, you know, he won't like pose and do pictures. He just, he'll like, he has like pre-recorded stuff. Like he'll talk to you. But my my boyfriend got really good candid shots of us. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. I was just being like Star Trek, hello, Kylo. (laughs) But, you know, he walked away and we're still like hanging around Savi's and Ray walked up. And so like, yeah, we were, we were, we were talking to each other and we're like, I wonder where Ray is. And my boyfriend just sees her. Everybody. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's right there. You guys are on your phones. (laughs) She's right there. (laughs) But she will take pictures. Like she'll, she'll do like a self scan and like you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was a little, little girl, like, had to be, like, under five, dressed as Leia. And so she didn't spend so much time with us because she said that she had to go talk to the general. And then she went and spent a lot of time with that little girl. So I thought that was really, really cute. Yeah. It was very nice. <laughs> but then what happened after that, Alex? <laughs> she, like, ducked and ran away. Yeah, she just went, gotta go, and <laughs> ran we were like, why? And we look, and it's because Kylo Ren was walking by just, like, down the stairs, like, right there. So that is their overlap yeah. area. So Savvy's so workshop is the 
overlap area. Yes. If you stand there, like, between 11 and noon, you'll get both of them. And it's just, it was so funny. Just, she just, like, picked up and ran. Like, I don't even know if she was still talking, but she was just gone. (laughs) And I do like, so, like, Ray will kind of walk around and, like, fix the ships that are around. Um, Yeah. they're, They're... like blocked off so like people can't approach her when she's doing that but like yeah i find she does that a lot at night yeah like she'll she'll like fix like the x-wings and when Mm -hmm. we were in line for the falcon she was down there fixing the falcon and i think that's Mm -hmm. just really cute that she's just kind of walking around and just kind of doing stuff yeah and we got like a really good ray too like i i noticed the one fixing the falcon was like a different girl um but yeah like the ray that we got like her voice was like really good Mm mm-hmm so after that was the lightsaber building, which was so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch. Because yes. I had already bought my Ben Solo saber, and I'm very happy that I have that. But I'm also happy I got to witness the lightsaber building. Well, because it's a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, it's very expensive to build a lightsaber. Like, it's $200, and then, like, I bought a clip for my belt, and that was, like, another 30 bucks. Like, it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. But... It's so well done. The guy who plays Savi is so good. Like, everything is timed so that there's, like, lights that happen and the way his voice is. Like, it's really great. All of the um, helpers in there were so nice. Like, we were next to, um, like, this young boy who was kind of struggling. And, like, our, um, like, helper was so... Yeah, our gatherer. She was, like, so nice and so helpful to him. Like, the guy next to me, like, had to go through, like three different kyber crystals because like his was like being weird yeah it was really weird yeah but like it's so like it's so well done and like you can tell that like they really enjoy like doing that and it's really fun it was really in character um i did the elemental saber which you also get a pin so like you have to like wear a pin so that they know like what to give you and then you get to keep the pin so like that was cool i like my little pin (laughs) but i just i really love um all the way that it's staged, she talks about the different colors of kyber crystals and who uses, like, what kind of saber. And, I like, crying. Even, yeah, well, even, like, like Yoda, I was, like, crying. talks to you. <laughs> like, it's... It's, like, very ceremonial yeah. in, like, a weird way, and I, I teared up. It feels very, like, holy and religious, and, like, you mm-hmm. know, there's not very many of you, and you're in this enclosed, dark space. Like, it feels very special. And the music. Oh, the music Jack is Williams so good. pumping Oh, in. God. Well, he just, he, <laughs> he timed it, like, so well, like, because clearly, like, yeah. the cues are whatever, but, like, his timing was perfect, and just, like, I really love the reveal of your saber, because, like, you build the hilt, and then you stick it into this thing in the table, and then you activate it in there, so, like, you're actually putting it in the blade, and then, like, everybody picks them up at the same time, and it's just, it's so cool. It was so cool to see. I also like that only three people made red lightsabers. I was one of them. The other two were grown men. Yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know what that means, but I like my red saber. It's very pretty, and I like it. And they do give you, like, a carrier thing um, to, like, sling it over, which I like that it was so slender because it was easy to kind of maneuver, but it was hard Mm -hmm. because I had a backpack, too, so it was, like, I felt like I had all this stuff. Um, And I had my hilt, like, on my belt, 
But the Ben saber is so heavy. It pulls my shorts down. Well, and your your clip is different than mine, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yours kind of, like, slides in. Um, Since I have a D-ring on mine, it just, like, hangs on the Mm -hmm. D-ring. But, yeah, we'll have to figure out something to do for yours for celebration. Because yours was hard to get off and weighed you down. I just maybe need to wear, like, pants or shorts that have a tighter waistband. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I'll do I do like that you can wear your hilt. <laughs> That's why I yeah. wanted it in fashion. <laughs> it's it's hard it's though because fashion. like you know I'm not gonna take my blade to celebration because I don't want to deal with it. Like it, when you carry it on a plane, like that's kind of like your carry on. Yeah. Um. So like I don't want to have to deal with it. So I'm just gonna hope that like people will have blades that I can take pictures with at that party. Yeah. Um. Because the hilt well, is easier to carry yeah. around. Mm-hmm. So, after that... We had lunch, we? had lunch, we? yes. We, we went to Ronto Roasters. Yes, and we had the Ronto Wrap. I'm impartial on the Ronto Wrap. I know that I feel like that's sacrilege to say because <laughs> people love it. Um, it was good, but it wasn't no chip, the tip yet, yeah, sorry. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the tip yet, that's for sure. <laughs> I am glad that I tried it. I... Yeah. I think, like, the the hot dog, sausage, whatever it was, was good, but, like, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't get it again. Yeah. I heard they have a vegetarian one in California That's that they good. don't have in Florida. Mm-hmm. I would maybe try it for, like, the breakfast version, because I know they have kind of, yeah. like, a, like, a sausage That's probably egg. really good. Yeah. I think that would be better than maybe the slaw that it has. You know what we should do in California is... The morning we go to try to get boarding passes, if they still have that system in August, Mm -hmm. we should go there for breakfast. Oh, definitely. After. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Because that'll be a good way to kind of, like, knock it out, too, because we can do Rontos and Docking Bay 7. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and that was, you tried to get Melu Run Juice there, right? Yeah, because I heard from Sky Talkers, the Melu Run Juice is, like, so good better than the the blue and green milk it's the best drink um you can get there so i was like i'm gonna get this and i go to docking bay seven and they're like sorry we don't have that (laughs) anymore and i'm like what (laughs) yeah it was kind of weird like they they do have like specialty drinks at ronto roasters and docking bay seven but they did not have melu run juice so apparently it's gone from disneyland also why I don't know. I don't understand. I thought it was just, like, a mixture of, like, lemonade and iced tea and, like, who doesn't like that? Yeah. I don't know. Well, especially if you're in Florida. That's the South. That's that's iced tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Iced sweet tea, you know? But, yeah. So, if I had to tell you, I would say eat at Docking Bay 7 because it was really cool. Yeah. But it was expensive. Yes. I do. But I feel like. The Ronto roasters were expensive, too. Oh, yeah. They were both very expensive. I will say I liked the look of Ronto roasters better because it has that big, huge, like, pod racer engine, um, Mm -hmm. which is really – and, like, you can walk through there. It's kind of like a central area. Um, Yeah. It's, like, part of the marketplace. It's kind of like the entry into the marketplace. Yes. Um, I I really like how the marketplace is set up, too. Yeah. I was going to say, after you left, I didn't eat – in Galaxy's Edge again. Mm-hmm. I, every time we were at Hollywood Studios after you left, 
we would like leave Hollywood Studios. <laughs> we would go to like Riviera or we would go to like Epcot. Mm-hmm. Cuz Hollywood Studios food is meh. yeah. Like <laughs> well, it's and okay. like and like that being said, like there's only two options in Galaxy's Edge and unless you want to have tip yip like every night. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially when you can go to Epcot, you can go to the France Bakery and have a uh, croissant with ham and cheese for five dollars which was so good like that was such a good decision because that was really yeah. really great i will say in comparison to the croque monsieur that i had at beast castle that was amazing it was like mm-hmm. that that was like the best food ever that croque monsieur was so good <laughs> oh my god but at this point we finally got to ride rise of the resistance yeah we did oh my god so obviously so, like if you don't want to be spoiled on, yeah. we are going spoilers yeah if you don't want to be spoiled on rise of the resistance um and skip ahead if you have plans to go to galaxy's edge in august during celebration or you have plans like at all that you're going and like do not be spoiled skip yeah. this yeah you really like, you don't, don't want to be spoiled you really don't want to be because like we knew some things like we knew that it was like a bunch of different rides in one and that there were some walking yes. and all of this okay. but bye guys who are, yeah. aren't getting spoiled bye yeah yeah <laughs> so you go through this cave system when you're in line and then you get funneled into this room and ray gives you this mission and like i knew about this ray hologram but oh my yeah, god and bb8 and the animatronic BB-8. like she it looks really good. She looks amazing. It, it's just she looks. It so throws good. you off though that she's wearing the Last Jedi outfit with the three buns, which is because they did it during Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So that was like the costume that they had. Which I honestly I like that look, but like it yeah. is strange. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge does take place between. It's it's supposed to be like halfway between the year time gap ish. It's a if, good era. Yeah. So it it's complete. Trust does it's not exist best, here. It's the best sequel trilogy era, yes, guys. It's before Trust exists, 100%. Um, but she looks amazing. She gives you your mission. You're going up to this Star Destroyer. I can't remember why. Were we breaking people out? Um, no, we were trying to get off the base because we were discovered, weren't we? We were trying to go meet General Leia on a new base. That's right. That's right, because they tell us the new base, like, so many times, because then you get questions about Yeah, they're like, this it. is where you're going. And I'm like, like hey, well, I'm going to tell Kylo. Don't tell Kylo, don't tell him. And I'm like, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> but, like, Poe <laughs> is going to escort you with Black Squadron. And Poe comes okay. up, and he's like, hi, I'm Black Leader. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, say I'm Poe. Po. <laughs> I would have died. I would have died. And, like, this is okay, actually Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Oscar Isaac's acting was better in this than in The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, 100%. It was so, so good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like, he is, like, it's, like, a video of him because it's, like, he's in his X-Wing and he's going to escort you. And you're being, like, the person piloting your shuttle is Admiral Akbar's son? Um, maybe? <laughs> well, his animatronic was really good yeah. regardless. It was really, really good. Yes. Um, so... After you exit the room where you see the hologram BB-8 and a video of Poe, you go outside, Ugh. though. Yeah, you go outside. You go 
outside. You see sky, you see, like, trees, you see, like, you're actually outside. But, like, you and can't then see any of the rest you. of the park, though. No, because of the way the cliffs are built yeah. around where you are. And then you see Black One. Yep. And you see a silhouette of Poe in it and BB-8's in the X-Wing. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's all then, to scale. Actual, actual Black One. The cast members are fully in character and rushing you onto this transport. Real transport. Okay. A real transport that you're looking at, that you're getting onto. Yeah. You were looking at it. It is to <laughs> scale. You were getting on this, like, real spaceship looking thing. I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. I was like, the second we walked outside and I saw this thing, I'm like, where are we? <laughs> where are we? Disney has never done anything like this. No. There has never been a ride where you are so immersed that, like, you completely forget about the world around you. Yes. Because the cast members are actually in character. They're telling you to get on this transport. It's not like going on Space Mountain and you get into your vehicle and they're checking your seatbelts and stuff. Like, they're, they are in character. Yeah, they're like, get on your transport, like, go, 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 you know, like, actual. Yeah. It, it's So you're all, so you get, like, funneled onto this transport, and you're all just standing there, and my parents had been on it before, so they told us to go to a certain side, to the front, because they knew that's where the animatronic was. Yeah, yeah they said to either stand in the front or the back, because there's, like, a, a screen in the back so you can see, like, out the, out the window. Like, in space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then you get onto this transport and you go out into space trying to go meet um, General Organo where her new base is. And but obviously things go wrong. <laughs> yes, because a star destroyer shows up and they pull you in on a tractor beam. And before this happens, you are in a dogfight with Tie Fighters, and you can see the shots go overhead, like with the lights. Yeah. And you can see, like, if you're in the back, like you can see the these asteroids. You've got screens up with Poe and like some other people in Black Squadron, which yeah, we thought we thought it was Jessica Pava because because of the angle we were at to see the animatronic, we didn't see the screens very good. They were on an angle. So we thought it was Jessica Pava, and we thought we saw Jessica Pava's canon death, and we were like upset. <laughs> we were so okay, because <laughs> like, but then Black, like Black yeah. Squadron does not fare very well in this fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but then the second time I wrote it, I had a really good view of the X-wing pilots, like the screens of them, and I was like, "That is not Jessica Pava." Okay. Like we <laughs> just had a really bad. Well. Listen, we had a really, really bad angle. So, and we were very distraught. <laughs> I know, it was like, are you kidding me? You have to go to Galaxy's Edge and ride Rise of the Resistance to see Jessica Pava's cannon and death. But, so you get sucked in to this Star Destroyer on the tractor beam. And if you've read, like, the visual dictionary for the Rise of Skywalker, this is the Steadfast, um, I think is the name of it. Uh, but Hux is on this ship, Kylo is on this ship, and... Here's the crazy part. So, like, normally when you enter any kind of ride and you exit, you exit out the other side. No. Yeah. You exit out the you same exit door out as the you same came side. In. So that means that this ship was somehow an elevator of some sort and it went down. So now you're underneath where you were before. It's so it was so crazy to have those same doors open. And instead of it being outside, it was a freaking Star Destroyer hangar. Yeah. I don't know how it was 
How deep did it have to go? Oh, God, I don't even know. Well, because it dropped you so again. did it not? Did it spin? I don't know. It, maybe it spun. I don't know. But I didn't feel it spin. I Well. Really slowly? Probably really slowly. But how would it do that? It must have it would have to drop you. And I don't know. I don't know. No, what because, happened like, is you took off you... on your shuttle into space and you were on a real freaking Star Destroyer. That's what it feels like. I'm trying to figure out how you came out the same door she had. I don't in. know. I don't know. Because if it was an elevator, that means that you would be so deep underground because the next room you go into is really is freaking so tall. so huge. Yeah. It's very tall. Yeah, it's it's a two-scale So I have to spin. Hanger. I have to turn around. Your, your, that room had to have turned around. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, we went into space, Alex. We went into space. The funniest thing ever was, though, your boyfriend thought that was the whole ride. The ride. And he was like, I was about to be so disappointed <laughs> that we woke up early for this. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that was the pre-show. Was the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, he thought that was the, the entire ride. ride. That ride was the pre-show. Yeah. Because it's not just, so, like, you have the shuttle part, and then you're on this freaking Star Destroyer, and, like, you are shuttled into this hangar, and it's so quiet. And, like, you can see space. Oh, my God. Like, I know. There and are the stormtroopers. And the stormtroopers who are lined up, they, some of them, like, their heads move. Yeah. So it's very, like, not static at all. Like, it really feels like they're there. It, it would feel... <laughs> like less real if it hadn't have been so quiet like i felt like we needed to be quiet and like really still yeah it was like library voices yeah it was so quiet and like the people who were doing the first order like they were really good and they were just like yep nope you're prisoners now my so my cast members the first order ones i had or the resistance ones that i had the second time they weren't as good yeah but our first time they were so good yeah yeah so we're then taken into this hallway where they divide you up um, for the, like, the next section. Um, you're being sent into a to cell. Be interi- yeah, yeah, to, to be, be interrogated. Yeah, to be interrogated. I really like this hallway because it's a freaking Star Destroyer hallway. It, like, you're in, you're, you're in, you're in a, a Star, star Destroyer. I, I, can't, I cannot like convey it in any other way that you're literally on a Star Destroyer in this hallway. Like That's exactly what it is. And if there's some time before you go into your cell, you get harassed by the First Order. Alex got yeah, harassed I got by the harassed. First Order. <laughs> they wanted to take my lightsaber. <laughs> but here's the thing. It wouldn't come off with, unless you took your belt off. <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, oh, saved by the bell or something. He said something. Yeah. I'm like, thank God. You could tell and that, like, if you didn't play along, he was going to have to harass that little girl who was with us. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't make me talk to this little girl. So then we go into our cell. It's like a triangle room. Yeah, it's a triangle. It is like it's very scary. strange. It's very dark. It's, it's like I like the triangle room. Yeah, like I think it's like the the feeling, like just like the imminent doom of the triangle <laughs> room. Like you're like, oh no. Yes. But <laughs> above you, in comes General Hux, <laughs> stalking yes. around. Though the second time I was on this, the lip sync was off. Oh. It was really weird. Oh. It was really strange. Oh. Well, and, like, this is projected. Like, it's not an animatronic yeah. up there. Like, it's actually Donald Gleeson. Yeah, it's a video. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird the lip sync was off because you would think it would feed through, like, the same channel. But Yeah, that's kind of a shame. No. 
But not only does General Hux come out, but then also Kylo Ren, because they want mm-hmm. they want to know where the new Resistance base is, and it's like, dude, Kylo, I will tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, I told him the second time. <laughs> He didn't hear me. He didn't hear you. Well, it's the mask. You just, you know. <laughs> but the craziest thing when you're in this room is that, you know, the resistance saves you. But they cut open the wall. And you, yeah. I was looking at the wall. How? There wasn't a door there. <laughs> I don't understand how they cut open this wall, Alex. How do they do it? I don't know. I don't Magic. Know. Oh my god. Got open this wall. I don't understand. Everything was like projected so well. And like the seams are so well hidden. But like you're taken into like this little section and they're like, you know, it's like, we're the resistance. We're going to save you. Blah, blah, blah. And you get on your car with your little droid. And then they're like, we're patching through Finn. And Finn comes on and helps you, helps you to try to get out. Like, yeah, he was, like, undercover as a stormtrooper. Like, I want this movie. Where's this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where is this movie? Uh, that should have been in Oh, my gosh. But from here, like, this is, like, the, the, ride. the ride. It's it's trackless. You're going through this Star Destroyer. Oh, my freaking God. The scale of the AT-ATs that you go through. They're so big. And, like... I don't know how it's amazing because like the first order is mm-hmm. after you and they're shooting at you and you're going through these hallways. You drop at some point. Yeah, I don't, Alex. I don't. The drop part. So I knew that there was going to be a drop in this ride, but I was still surprised by it because of the ride system. Yeah, like this means that this like car needed to go park into an elevator to allow the drop to happen. Yeah, I don't. It's amazing. It's so cool. It's the coolest thing ever. And, like, you see mm-hmm. the part where you're, like, underneath animatronic Hux and Kylo, though. I was like, look at these idiots. It's really good. <laughs> Hux looks really good. Yeah. His hair's a little, little wild. His hair's a little wild, but, but he's got a cute little butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like these two idiots. It's like you're right beneath them, and they're talking about where yeah. you went. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're here. <laughs> oh, man. And, like... Kylo Ren, you know, is chasing you and he, like, cuts through the ceiling and, you know, you see uh, wiggly Kylo, which oh, yeah. didn't look that bad. <laughs> no, it doesn't look as bad in person as it does in the video. Yeah, but, oh, man. You, like, I wasn't expecting, there's an animatronic Finn at one point, too. He looks, oh, also, we were in the opposite car mm-hmm. on the second time, oh. and it's a different animatronic fit. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So wait, it's like, a completely in a different, different area? Or like... Yeah, because when you exit that room and you see, you turn around and you're backing up and you see Finn behind a block, mm-hmm. like, hiding, yeah. you're in a different location when you're in the other car. Oh. You're going through a separate door, so you're seeing a completely different Finn who's on the other side of you. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. really. I I had to do like a double take when I saw that Finn though, because he's not facing you. And for a second, I'm like, is that actually John Boyd? <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> it just. I was completely transported. Like, I was. I was there. It was the fan animatronic was like my favorite. Yeah, it was, it so, was good. <laughs> so so good. 
but because I was not expecting that. No. I knew there was going to be a Hux animatronic. Yeah, I, well, I think I at one point I knew there was a Hux, but like I had completely forgotten. I was yeah, just like oh man, and like I knew Finn did more. I just didn't know that he also had an animatronic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? Yeah, what? Well, he's the only of the trio, quote unquote, that has an animatronic in this ride. That's true because Ray is just a hologram and Poe is just. Uh, a screen. Although for Black One, he's like, like a silhouette. Kind, I know it's supposed to be like, oh, he's in there, but like you, you can tell that like there's nobody in there. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you manage to escape. You get onto the escape pods, and it launches you back towards Batu, and it's so cool because like you can see like Galaxy's Edge. Like this is a screen, but like it's like you are going back down to the planet on this transport shuttle. It mm-hmm. looks so realistic. It's really well yeah. done. And like when yeah. you get off, you're you, back outside. And you're outside. But so you know how you said earlier about like, oh, I think I know why they do it this way because they would have to change that video of you landing tonight. Mm-hmm. But if let's say like they're having like a bad day with boarding groups, they still go all the way to close. I did think about that when we were talking about that. So, so, like, I, but I've never ridden it that late before. Yeah, so I wonder so if... So, like, I don't know. Yeah, because that would take you out of it. So I don't know. I feel like the real reason they're not doing it is just because they feel like it's going to break if they run it so many times. Yeah, I think, like, there are so many moving parts of this, like, it's so advanced technology it's, like, almost like they're not ready for how advanced it is. I mean, but they still have six months, though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's a shame, though, because, like, that is such an amazing ride, and that would be a really great time to be able to try yeah. to ride it. But, like, I, I understand. We're gonna, like, I mean, we're gonna be at Disneyland for two days. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have park hoppers, so, like, I'm thinking we're gonna be trying to get... Uh, rise boarding pass both days. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, if you're going to Celebration, you definitely want to ride Rise, and I would definitely yeah, and- allow yourself a couple of tries. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, we're not... I'm in e- I'm in East Coast area. You're in um, Central. Central. So we're gonna have a bit of an easier time getting up. We'll already be awake, yeah, for probably. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be awake during the party, though. <gasps> That's why we had to pencil in a nap, because we're. it's like um, our friend Brad wants us to try to get con copies of, um, I can't remember what that book is called. It's it's the first Project Luminous book. The Light of the Jedi? Yeah, something like that. So we'll have to get mm-hmm. up early to do that, and then like that party goes until like 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah, but Pacific time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... It's going to be interesting, to say the least, but I'm like, we have to go back anyway, because, like, we're going to want to change and all that kind of stuff. Like, I really want to wear my dark gray outfit. So, yeah, it's going to be Yeah, and you're allowed to be in costume during the party, which is cool. Yes, that's really, that'll be a really good time to take pictures. Like, if you're a cosplayer, like, they had such a nightmare of a time getting that Disney night thing. But if you're going and you're a cosplayer, like, that is your time to shine. 
And also, if you got an email saying that your tickets were canceled, I also heard that now they are actually offering tickets to some people who got canceled. So I would look into that. Yeah, I I would say all hope is not lost. There is still maybe a chance. So I would still try to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how this party is going to be, but Shannon and I did do an after hours party in Disney World. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. It was so and we great. got to do everything yes. with no weight. Yes, we walked on to every single ride in Animal Kingdom, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. Animal Kingdom is a great park to have an after hours party. The vibe is so perfect. It is so dark, and it like it just like feels like you're exploring, and it's really fun. I will say, <laughs> like I have never done Pandora before. But, like, doing Pandora at night, I feel like, was the way to go. Because everything's glow in the dark. And it's just yeah. really cool. It was very, very good. We pretty. were able to do Flight of Passage um, right, right at the start of the party. Mm-hmm. And we waited 20 minutes. Which, honestly, that like, was... the wait wasn't that bad. Because that lineup is so cool. Yeah. And, like, in the daytime, that rides three hours. Yeah. So, that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. And we got on Everest twice, but the first time, it <laughs> broke. <laughs> so. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> oh, man. But. We didn't talk about the Falcon Yeah, yet. I was going to say, the last thing we did in Galaxy's Edge was the Falcon ride. So there's mm-hmm. no fast pass for that yet. It's not like Rise of the Resistance. You don't have to make a reservation. It's just. No, there is fast pass now oh, they, as oh, of last week. As of last week, there are fast passes. There wasn't mm-hmm. when we were there, <laughs> but... No, there is. It's on Fast Pass now. I will say the line was not that bad, though. Oh, no. I think it's a it's a heavy loader. Like, it can, like, load a lot of people at once because I bet you they have so many cockpits. Oh, I'm sure. To load. Yeah. And they take, you know, six into each cockpit. I'm sure they have yeah. several. But I am really interested to know how it's set up because of how you get off that ride. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. But, like, the the line weaves through, like, Hondo's workshop, workshop. kind yeah. of hanger. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interactive. Like, some people were, like, pressing buttons and doing levers yeah. and, like, things will happen. So, like, that's really fun I think for kids. I was too overwhelmed by my first time being there that I couldn't Yeah, I didn't look around it. enough. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I didn't, like, play the play Disney parks yeah, app I was because too I was so overwhelmed. I was way too overwhelmed to play that game. Like, your dad was, but like, I couldn't I couldn't do mm-hmm. it. I will say, too, like, in the ride, in the lineup for Millennium Falcon, um, there's a part outside where they have, like, drinks and stuff, because they know how long that line will be, and it's, like, totally in the mm-hmm. shade. Like, that's like, so nice. Like, you can nice. buy beer Yeah, you can buy beer line. right there. <laughs> it's just really funny. Like, that's probably like, the best place to sell food. Yeah. So we waited, what, was it, like, half an hour? Like, 40 for minutes, ride? maybe? It wasn't yeah. that bad. No. It wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Like, yeah. the the line, the, pe- the person, like, holding the sign, I think it said 70, but it didn't feel like 70. No. It was definitely under an hour. And I really like, in the lineup, you get to see the Falcon from so many different angles, because you kind of, like, walk underneath and then when you're up above you get to see everything up there that's where we saw ray working on the falcon so you get a lot of shots yeah. of it it's very get well a good detailed. view from up there yes you get a really good view up there it's really really cool and obviously the falcon is like the sec like the like 
B-ticket attraction, basically, to the land. And I get why people were kind of disappointed with it when Rise wasn't open yet. I could see, like, how it's, like, the lesser attraction, right? But it was so fun. (laughs) So, you know, you get to be, like, an engineer, a gunner, pilot, whatever. Alex and I were both pilots. We were awful. We were not good at that. We got 20%. (laughs) I... It was so much harder to fly the Falcon than I thought it was going to be. Well, okay, because one pilot does up and down, and one does right and left. <laughs> we crashed. And I so put us things. into hyper hyperspace, yeah, so that it. was like it was really fun. Yeah. It. I have heard about it being like motion sick inducing. I get it sometimes, but like I was totally fine on this ride. So like, if you are a pilot, I think it's okay. Yeah. It's just so stressful. I find- <laughs> I think, though, that the higher um, tech rides that are more synchronized with the movement mm-hmm. and the screen are probably, like, less of a chance you're going to get yeah. as motion sick. I would say I got more motion sick on Flight of Passage. It looked a little blurry to me. Yeah. Um, like, when... It does get a little blurry. Yeah, when it was in motion, it didn't bother me as much, but when it would, like, stop and it would get blurry and you were still kind of moving, I was like, oh, my mom could not ride this ride. <laughs> like, it was... But it was still really cool. Um... But yeah, we were very bad at flying the Falcon. But it's, I mean, I think part of the reason is because, like, I was so focused and, like, laughing and stressed that, like, I couldn't ever hear the instructions. No. <laughs> like, they're shouting instructions, like, get behind the train. And you had to get the coaxium. Like, we were, like, we were trying to get coaxium. I'm like, I can't even fly straight. Yeah. <laughs> How am I going to get this? Like, I'm trying so hard to stay lined up behind this thing, and I can't, like... <laughs> it's just it's great and like i love because when it when you get off like you're in the hallway and so you can see like how much damage and like we oh, we, did damage. we did some damage and like we didn't get a chance to take a picture um at like the table and like the lounge yeah, next time yeah um but we did take a picture like in that little hallway because like i guess like you're right like if there's so many cockpits like each cockpit like has their own hallway so there's not yeah. any people like, you know, that was kind of mm-hmm. the problem with um, where like the lounge and stuff was. It's like so many people were yeah. taking pictures there. There was like, I wonder how many cockpits were off of that one lounge. Yeah. Because I imagine there's more than one lounge. Oh, yeah. And then there's multiple cockpits that go off of that lounge. So. Did, did we go down at some point? Yeah, because there's a. Oh, did we? Yeah, because, like, when you're in the line, you go up. But that was in Fight of Passage we went up. Yeah, but you go up in oh. the Falcon, too, because you go up above. I don't remember. So maybe yeah. it's, like, back in, like, the mountains. Like, maybe it's, like, in a building instead of, like, underground. Yeah, it's probably in a building. It's in a show building. It's not underground. Yeah. I'm just confused about Rise going down or spinning around. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it... Like, so the shuttle is, like, I'm sorry, more spoilers for Rise if you skipped this, but, like, the shuttle is up against a wall. Maybe it, like, pushes you back into that wall before you spin or turn or anything like that. Mm. That's what I would think. I don't know. I have no idea, though. It's so crazy. But I think that's everything. Did we get everything? Yeah, I do want to say Disney World has a lot of Baby Yoda merch now. Yes. 
they have more of that than they do of Trosmer. Yes. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff that says the child on it. And we're like, yes, we know that we should be calling it the child. But it's Baby Yoda. <laughs> yes. Well, and I will also... So they have those dolls that you can get, like those rag dolls. Oh, Kylo yeah. was really hard to find. Like... Okay, but then he... No. No? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, so that toy store, you know how we didn't see him? Yeah. You have to, like, turn the corner oh. in that store. It's on a wall. There's a wall. And then Finn and Lando and, like, Ahsoka and all of them were back there. Oh. So they're kind of hidden. Yeah. And then, like, the other day I went, you know that store that we actually bought Kylo mm-hmm. in? There was more. Oh. Like, they had, like, a ton. Yeah, because, like, when we were there, like, mm-hmm. we barely ever saw Kylo. So we found, like, three of them. We were like, well, we better just get them now because we're not going to find yeah. them. So, like, yeah, I got Kylo, and I was like, well, I want Ray, but maybe I'll buy her when we go to Disneyland just to, like, so I can get one at each trip. Yeah. But then I was like, well, I am going to buy too much at Celebration. I need room in my luggage. Very true. I'm going to buy her now. Very, very true. Yeah. Yes. So I bought Make her sure there is day. tons of space in your luggage when we go. <laughs> That's going to be insane. We, I really didn't buy a whole lot. Like, I bought, like, obviously the Saber and then the Kylo. And I got the dice. Yeah. And my phone case. I did get a phone case mm-hmm. at, I don't know what that other Star Wars area is called. Oh, uh, Launch Bay. Launch Bay. That's where we met bb Yeah. Yeah, we met BB-8 and Darth Vader. I got a phone case there, and it's um, a Black Spire Outpost phone case. It's really cool. The second I saw it, I was like, that's the case. Like, I went in there knowing I wanted a phone case because mine is really broken. And I saw that, and I'm like, that's it. That's the case. It's very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. So 10 out of 10, Galaxy's Edge was amazing. Yeah. Oh, Galaxy's Edge, they hit it out of the park. Oh, God. They really did. Like, besides my complaints about, like, oh, the Melu Ren juice is gone, <laughs> and, like, I think that the food was overpriced, but I'm not surprised that it was. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, no complaints. No. I mean, even the bathrooms were cool. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Like, it's, it's so well done. And I just, I'm really, really excited mm-hmm. for Celebration because I'm really excited to be able to go back. And, like, I know a lot of people have been so discouraged. Like, the nine despair, like, the trust despair has, like, hit really hard. And, like, trust me, I know I'm feeling this. Like, it's, it's impacted me, like, creatively. But knowing that, like, so many friends are going to be at celebration, like getting to see yeah. you again, like I'm so excited to be able to do this. And like I said, Galaxy's Edge, it exists before Trust, so it's great. There is no Trust mm-hmm. here. That's very good. So, is there anything else that you want to add? I don't think so. I don't think so, yeah, it's really cool. Highly recommend. I mean, it's expensive. Everything in there is expensive. I think the only thing we didn't do was the droid building, um, but you can walk through and watch it. Yeah, you can see it from the window. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was 100 for that. Yeah. They were really cute, the droids. Yeah. (laughs) The backpacks. All right, well, next week, um, since our episode is going to be coming out on the release of the Rise of Skywalker novel, um, that will not be what we talk about that week. Right now, we have 
a few things penciled in, uh, so we'll kind of see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to be talking about the Trost novelization um, once we've both read it and have our thoughts down. I'm of the mindset right now where I think I'm going to write in it like an editor. <laughs> yeah. So. I have I have bought, okay, currently I have pre-ordered the digital version because here in Canada, the hard copy is $40. Yeah. yeah. And the digital is $16. Yeah. So unless the hardcover price goes down, I might get it and then cancel my pre-order on the digital. But right now, I think I'm just That's getting it. That's not worth $40. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still really think the cover is, like, very pretty. So, like, I am excited mm-hmm. to, like, have it. But I'm going to write all over this book. I... I don't think I have shared a picture of my Last Jedi novelization in a while. I wrote all over that book, too. So I'm I'm excited to get into it. I'm still slightly worried, but not as worried as I have been. So mm-hmm. shouldn't be too bad. And like like we said at the beginning, like if you don't want to read this book, we're here for you. We got you. We will tell you what you need to know from this story. Uh, but that is going to do it for this episode. Uh, if you want to support us, you can always uh, check out our merch. We have lots of different designs. Uh, we are coming up on our 50th story episode, so that is really, really exciting. Um, that'll be this Friday. We've got Rebels uh, Remembered merch that's going to be going up, so be sure to be checking that out. We also have a Patreon. Um, we post some extras there every so often if you want to check any of that out. Links to everything are on our website, um, network1901.com. If you want to reach out to us, you can always find us on Twitter at lip underscore lightsabers. I am at McCarter Shannon and she is at Alex Leonis. And that's everything we got for this episode. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.